Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Matt Kramer. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Let's talk about uh, back in the day when you got started. What did uh, did you want to be an agent when you grew up, or what did you uh, what did you want to be? Back when you were like five years old, what did oh, you yeah. want to be? Okay, so when I was really young, I I wanted to be an an Egyptologist, actually. Ooh, what's that? A lot yeah, of people don't know what that is, right? It's kind you... of like an archaeologist, but okay. I was fascinated with like mummies and the pyramids and things like that. I even went as far as uh, uh, I think it was my fourth grade science project. Mm-hmm. I stole one of my sister's Barbies and wrapped her in gauze, and I actually put her in the microwave to melt her hair off. So it worked pretty good. I got I got a good grade on it. So. Your sister probably wasn't thrilled about that one. Ah, but... She had a lot of Barbies. <laughs> she was one. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Sacrifice one for the team. So then what, what did you, uh, um, did you go to school for that or did you change your mind then what do you want to do something else? No. So actually when I graduated high school, I, um, I was working for two men in a truck. So uh, I actually loved that job. And I think nice. that's part of what kind of set the path, uh, even though it was maybe a long winding path, but I think it kind of set the path for being a realtor now. Um, just because I loved going into different houses and seeing uh, it, that's something that fascinated me, architecture and things like that. So I actually almost went to went back to school for uh, becoming an architect. So I was really close to doing that. Um, but, uh, ended up getting a job where, uh, I was making pretty good money. I ended up, uh, working in tool and die for a few years and, you know, again, I, you know, kind of out of high school and I was making pretty decent money. It was like, why go back to school? You know, I yep. didn't, mm-hmm. didn't really see the need to do it. Um, but then, you know, three or four years, fast forward, I, I was still in that same job. And while again, I was making good money and I couldn't have had a better boss, um, you know, like the people that I worked with, but I just wasn't passionate about my job. Yeah. And yeah. I think I see so many people go through like life. They're like, I've been in the same job for 20 years and I hate it, but I make good money. And I just like, I can never do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I think it's such a important thing to enjoy and be passionate about what you do. I would hate to be someone who goes to work and you know, can't wait to punch out at five o'clock, you know, and that's where I was at. And I decided, you know what, I was, I think I went back to school at um, probably 23, 24 when I went back to school. So, um, and then I, uh, you know, I've always been interested in video games and architecture and like that 3D design stuff. So I always, um, you know, was wanting to go back to school with something where I was building something or doing something and actually went to school. I went to an accelerated program down in uh, Orlando, Florida, a school called Full Sail University. And I got a bachelor's degree in video game art in two years. So it's an accelerated program. So you're talking like 60 hours a week at school. So um, I wish I would have never done it now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of those things again, where I think looking back at it, I, I would have always had regrets if I didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you can obviously hindsight's 2020, right. And you spend a lot of money going to school, no matter what school you go to. But, um, I, I think I needed to do it to just know that I could do it and right. go through that. Cause I always would have wondered what if, if I didn't, but 
I wish, I kind of wish I wouldn't have. But What's one thing you oh. took away from going to school for that? What's one positive that you took away from it? Um, well, again, I've got, you know, a lot of friends, lifelong friends that I went through, uh, went through school with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the team kind of aspect of things too. Uh, I often ended up being the team leader with different projects and things like that, that we went through school with. I was the team leader on our final project, which is like a six month long thing. And you're in charge of a lot of stuff. We ended up, you know, being one of the, one of the top, uh, groups to go through. So, um, but I've always been kind of a, a leader, I guess, in, in that regard. So, um, yeah, just, you know, being a part of a team, I, I've always enjoyed that. And whether it's competitive sports or uh, working, you know, I think a collective group of people going towards a certain goal is always better than one person kind of going off on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how'd you, um, where did it, how did it connect the real estate to it? Tell us how we got to, uh, Got to the real estate portion of it. <laughs> okay, so we went to school for yep. video game art and design. We graduated. Um, while I was looking for a job, we couldn't find anything. I actually ended up playing video games for professionally on Twitch for five years full time. Yeah. Um, got to a point where we were doing all right and you know making enough money on it, but uh, you know it's one of those things too where I feel like if you take a hobby of yours that you really love you turn it into a job and then you start having having to do it instead of doing it because you just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It became a job to me and it kind of sucked the fun out of it. So I ended up stopping doing that. Um, I had a friend of mine who was doing really well in furniture sales in West Michigan. And I decided to uh, apply there and got a job and uh, worked there for two years. And I liked the job, but I did not like the people that I worked for. Yeah. Um, I just, it was really hard. I made really good money there too. And honestly, it was not a hard job at all. (laughs) And I'm not a salesman. I've never been a salesman. And, you know, I, I I just didn't like the people that I was making money for, and that didn't sit well with me. And then there was one incident at work that I won't really get into, but it just, I took uh, two weeks of vacation. And um, I remember when I was getting ready to leave for that vacation, like, are you quit? They asked me if I was quitting. And I said, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet, but I'm going to take this two weeks and figure it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, after a few days, uh, on, on that two weeks of of vacation, my, my sister-in-law, April, um, she said, you should look into becoming a realtor. I think you'd be really good at that. And I was like, I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought about it. And, um, started asking some questions, ended up getting into a, uh, an online program. And before that uh, two weeks was over with, um, I had completed my 40 hours of huh. uh, schooling that was required and passed that test. And then wow. obviously you still have to pass your state test to get your license. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had completed that 40 hours in that two weeks that, you know, I took off and the site was down for six of those days. So, wow. I really, I really crammed, you know, I, I wanted, if I said, if I'm going to sit down and do it, I want to do it all right away. So it was right. fresh in my mind to take the test just made more sense that way. Um, and then I ended up getting kind of lucky too, because a guy who goes to my church, um, is actually, uh, was a realtor. And I didn't even realize it. And, and he was doing really well. Uh, one of the top realtors in West Michigan, um, and I just, uh, I asked if I could interview or if he was hiring for a team and I sat down and the rest is history, got started. 
and it's been September of 2017 is when I got started. So okay, wow. are you still with this? Are you still with the same team as when you first started out? Yep. Okay. Yep. I haven't changed. We've switched brokerages a few times, yeah. but we haven't Yep. The team, you know, I've still been on this team the whole time. That's awesome. What's one piece of advice that you got from anyone on your team when you first started out that has stuck with you throughout this whole journey? Um, you know, I think treating your database, like it's, you know, uh, it's, it's your everything. It's your pile of gold. Right. And I know it sounds like a greedy, but um, it's not right. I mean, it's, it's everything. So having a, a good CRM and properly utilizing that CRM, I think is there's so many people who have different CRMs and probably 20% of them utilize that CRM to the full potential. So uh, we use sync and sync is a pretty robust CRM. Uh, we thought about switching a couple different times, but ultimately have just decided to stick with them because uh, we like the UI a lot and there's a lot of things that we can track and keep numbers on and, you know, knowing your numbers and working your database and keeping good notes in your database. I think that's the best piece of advice I could give anybody. And that that's kind of what I got from the beginning too. Yeah. Um, what's that? That's awesome. So when you, uh, what is something you might give to somebody just starting out Would that, uh, kind of be that same advice or what, um, somebody that just starting out? Yeah, I think, I think any any realtor is probably going to have a similar answer to this, but obviously when you first get started in in real estate, first thing you should do is let everybody you know that already knows and likes you and trusts you that you're in real estate now. And you know if whether it's them or a friend or a family member that they hear of that may need help, um, if they could put you in contact with them, you know you'll mm -hmm. take good care of them and things like that. I think that's just really 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 important. Um, and even the most seasoned, uh, of agents are still maybe not the greatest at doing this and still keeping in contact with people. I know I'm guilty of it too. I've had friends that all of a sudden I see on Facebook, oh, we just bought a house. I'm like, oh, good. I'm happy for you. You know, I always am happy for you. I, hopefully you had a good realtor, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, cause yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of bad realtors out there too. So you know, yeah. I always think, you know, it's almost like my, my ethical duty to reach out and let people know, because I, I am a good realtor and I do take care of my clients. Um, I almost feel like I'm doing people a disservice if, if I'm not letting people know that I'm in, in real estate and I can help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Is, uh, what, let's kind of talk about, let's go into some of your, uh, marketing stuff you do. Cause I know we kind of met and then, um, you were like working on chatbots. Is that kind of what, um, I remember you were just starting out into it and <laughs> just killed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of an interesting story. I don't even really know exactly how we got contacted. I think I was in, I, so I think again, you, I started you clicked in 2017 on <laughs> and I think you clicked on one of my ads or something yeah. and you're like, no, I'm just testing out your chat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, so the, the, I guess the real story behind it is I started my chat bot and, you know, I've always been a very like technology side of things. Obviously I think the wave of the future is AI. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge part of where real estate's going in the future. And if you're not on the train, you're going to miss it. So, yep. um, so I started building a real estate chat bot in, it had to have been December of 2017. Yeah. Um, I ran 
I, I was able to talk Andy into to letting me um, do this them. right yeah. on the side. And he said, well, before we start running it for our team or doing anything with our team, I want to see some some data on it, right? Because obviously no one wants to invest money into something yeah. that they know nothing about and they have no proof it's going to work, right? Yeah. So I spent a lot of time. I put a chat bot on my personal realtor Facebook page and started running a few ads to it just to test it out. Yeah. And that's how, yeah, Brad and I got in contact and we ended up having coffee one time and just talked about chat bots and different things like that. <laughs> and he's been my uh, real estate photographer. You guys have been my photographers ever since. So, um, but uh, I, I ran it on my personal Facebook page for probably six months. And uh, with Facebook ads, I think it's kind of a standard that you do have a little bit of lag, I guess, right? From the time that you get in contact with somebody to the time that they're ready uh, and able to buy. And I would say it's probably six months. If I had to average everything out, it's probably six months on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So the first couple months, you know, I was getting in contact with people, but there wasn't a whole lot of deals that were falling in from it. But uh, I got to about that six, seven months in or so. And, you know, it just started firing. And um, we were putting together, or I was putting together a lot of deals from it. And uh, at that point, Andy saw what I was doing. He's like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put this on our page. You gotta, you gotta do it. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be, um, yeah. it's going to be a little bit of work. And because obviously switching things over is not just like, oh, a snap of finger yep. and it's there. So there was a lot of switching. There's a lot of changing. And uh, obviously there's been multiple iterations of what we started with to where we are now. Um, but at this point we've, we've generated over 4,500 leads through wow. our Facebook chat box. That's nice. crazy. Good for you. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Especially cause I yeah, know so, it, I'll go ahead. Oh no, that's all right. Go ahead. I was just going to babble on you. Can, you can finish what you're talking about. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, so we, um, I ran it for eight months to just me off our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And then we connected all the agents to it at about the eight month period. And yeah, we've just been adding, I mean, so we've got probably seven or eight different ads that all promote different homeless and they all funnel, um, you know, leads in and we've got agents that are in different areas. So we run different ads to, for different agents and it all, all funnels in right through sync. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice system. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What's um, kind of been your most, um, most memorable experience in real estate. It can be like when you first started out or anything as to recent, what's been your most memorable, good or bad? <laughs> oh gosh, most <laughs> memorable. Yeah, how was your first transaction? Did it go smooth? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so my first transaction was actually a HUD home, a, a bank owned home. And, you know, of course, you know, Andy, Andy Straw, my team leader, he, I mean, the prior year he put together, like, I don't know, I think he sold like 150 homes or something as a single agent in one year. And of course, when I got on the team, my first, you know, guy that was ready to buy was looking at <laughs> HUD homes to re to renovate. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking Andy, you know, we finally go look at this house and um, he wants to write an offer and obviously writing an offer on a HUD home is a lot different than writing an offer on, you know, a, a, a home listed by an agent. Um, so I asked Andy, I said, like, how do I, how do I do this? He's like, I have no idea. I've never done a HUD home. So it's like, <laughs> he's sold all these homes, but he hasn't done one. And of course the first one that I get is a HUD right. home. So what would you guys we end up able... doing for that? 
Oh, we were able to work through it. You know, we had, yeah. so we were part of another, uh, another brokerage and I ended up asking one of the other teams there. And, and one of those guys, they're actually specialized in, in uh, bank owned and foreclosures and things. Oh, like nice. That. So, okay. Yeah, no, it, it worked out in the long run, but it definitely was a learning experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. What is one big takeaway you took away from that uh, first listing or that first uh, transaction? Oh man, you know, I've always been, so working in Tool and Die when I was younger, uh, I actually ran a CNC mill and when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of an inch and, you know, one extra zero or one, I guess, negative number where it's supposed to be a positive number, everything matters. And I'm definitely like a double checker, triple checker type of guy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I asked a lot of questions just like I did back there I wanted to make sure everything was correct that we submitted and obviously it was but um you know just figuring out the process anybody who goes through real estate school and gets certified and, and can start selling homes everybody knows the the second you actually start practicing real estate it's like how come I didn't learn any of this right it's like it's so different you just I wish I could write the the real estate course yeah. for what you actually need. Cause it's, mm -hmm. it's so different, you know, even the stuff that you study for on the real estate exam, I spent countless hours studying and um, I'm not, I'm not the best math person in the world as far as like figuring out all the calculations. So I studied, I studied that religiously. And there was like two questions on the whole real estate exam that had anything to do with mortgages and they weren't even close to what I was studying. You know, it's just, it's so much different once you actually get started and you're actually practicing real estate. Yeah. We've yeah. heard that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Everything you learn from the experience. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got, I got lucky too. When I took my, my Michigan's, you know, real estate exam, there were 10 other agents that were taking their exam. And, um, you know, it's weird because when you click submit, right. And like that you're done, it's, pass or fail you don't know how many you got wrong you don't know which ones you got wrong so if you fail it's like well I don't know where I struggled or what I did wrong and um I I started going back through the the questions just to double check things I'm like you know what I I read it good enough the first time I'm confident in what I answered and I just hit submit yeah and it said pat and I got out and I passed and I was like oh it's just such a sigh of relief <laughs> and I like did like a little little fist bump right I look up yeah. and there's a lady sitting there and she was pissed because she just failed. Oh, 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 man. So I felt bad. I'm like, oh gosh, like hold my emotions in before I, I, I just before walk I the door. outside yeah. before I start celebrating. Yeah. But I crazy. think like the statistic is, I mean, most agents will have to take that exam two or three times to pass it. So um it's crazy. But I studied I studied a lot wrong. before going in there. I was pretty confident in yeah. taking it. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. Well, what um so since you said, what you said, 2017, I think is when you started. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so what's September. your, uh, so what, what has that been? Uh, about four years now, yep. four years now. So, uh, um, what's your next five years look like? Oh gosh. The next five years, I'd like to get, to uh, to 10 million, I think, as far as like total, um, you know, sales volume in, in a year, I think this past year it was just under 5 million. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, I want to do that without, spending more for ad spinner. I want to, I want to streamline things more. I want to make sure we're, we're contacting leads better. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think my, my goal, I think everybody has different goals when they get into real estate, right? Some people want to make a lot of money. Some people want to have freedom. Some people want to be their own boss. 
think knowing what you really want before you get into it can provide some clarity with what you're going to do once you're there. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I like to golf. I've got two young girls. Like I'm not in real estate to work 75 hours a week. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want that. So, um, you know, I want to, I want to put more deals together without necessarily doing more work. And I think there's ways to do that. Um, you know, whether that's leveraging things out with certain admins or showing agents or things like that. Um, but I definitely think a lot of it has to do with, you know, how you're, how you're getting your leads and how you're connecting with them and how you're staying in connection with them once you talk to them the first time. So, um, and obviously referral business too, that's been huge. Even this past year, you know, only being in the, in the business for, you know, four, three or four years now, uh, last year was pretty good for me for referrals. So if I keep that going, um, I'd like, I'd love to eventually be a hundred percent referral based business. If, if we can get to that point, that yeah, would be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You'll get there. Yep. That'd be awesome. Is a, um, I forgot what I was going to go with that, with their, uh, with that, but, um, uh, with that said, um, is there anything else you want to share with everybody before we go? Oh gosh. Uh, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Not, <laughs> we kind of covered really. it. All. I don't know. Sweet. Um, how can people get a hold of you and then where can they, uh, where can they follow you at? Um, so I guess, uh, I got, you want like phone number, email, things like that, or. Yeah, that works. I mean, phone number is fine. That one, what's, uh, kind of everybody does sure. and then where can they find yeah, you? If anybody like needs media? to get in contact with me, I, I know, uh, I've had realtors contact me in the past too. I mean, even if realtors are watching this and they're interested in, in how we generate leads and things like that. Um, if you want to have a coffee or chat about, it, I'm happy to explain some things. 616-802-4184 is my cell phone number. And then my, uh, my email is matt at the elite team west mi.com. I know it's long. I didn't get to choose it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How can they find that? So how can they find the, uh, find you on social media? Um, you know, really I'm only utilizing, you know, i really don't even utilize much outside of, uh, our Facebook page. And mm -hmm. I mean, you can find me on, on, you know, Facebook, if you just search, you know, Matt Kramer, uh, realtor, I'm sure you'll find me. There's one other Matt Kramer, who's a realtor in Michigan and he's out in, uh, the Detroit area. Yep. So, <laughs> it's funny. I had one of my clients say they wrote me a, a nice review. Oh, right? was it for the wrong like, one? I'm going to write you a nice review. And I'm like, I never saw it. They wrote it on his Facebook page. <laughs> oh, that's all things right, like that though. be transferred. Like, actually that was for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We just, I think they just left it. it was yeah. Fun. Yeah. It's funny because I, I actually told him, because I was chatting with him one day and I told him that uh, we work with you <laughs> too. Yeah, so it's it funny. funny. Yeah, but, I uh, actually, I had a transaction coordinator, uh, a deal I put together a few months ago. She sent me an, an email. I was like, I thought, I didn't think you were in the area anymore. I thought you were over in Detroit. I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> It's happened a few times. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, we're um, thanks for coming on and um, chatting with us today. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Hello. Hello. Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.